2: On 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: Hour number two of old school brought to you by Sand Hills Global. They're hiring. So you can apply today at Sandhills.jobs for uh, positions in spots or sales, travel, support, software development, web design, and more. Get to jobs for yourself or send somebody there. You know, somebody needs a job. Their folks are there. Uh, Jay Foreman, uh, a, a lot of this weekend, a lot of the conversation ended up on Deshaun Watson. And oh, it, yeah. And the decision, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. I'll ask you. You're smarter about this stuff than I am. Uh, what What in the world is going on with Cleveland and with Deshaun Watson? Oh uh,
2: well, I mean it's. Uh, I mean everything was cleared up. I think I mentioned it to where. Uh, I guess I, don't, I mean don't quote me on this, but I know I did read it where the grand jury or whoever would decide or decided that he wouldn't be indicted on any charges. So essentially, you know that's a big huge win for him, and now it's just coming down to. Um, And I don't think, you know, not all 22, but with the, you know, the last last few, essentially, you know, he's going to have to probably pay him something. And then so essentially now he's on to playing football. So really the way it worked out um, after the initial meetings, you know, it it was, you know, the hazards and and the powers that be. uh, And they had a, you know, they have a legitimate quarterback in Baker Mayfield. And, you know, they had. Said they did, weren't going to trade him, and so I think it came down to New Orleans and Atlanta, which uh, which is one team. And New Orleans didn't have a quarterback. Atlanta has a franchise quarterback who played well. Um, you know, came down to those two. And Atlanta's his home home team. But then Cleveland, uh, and I would say there's always this uh, you know you know surprise where Cleveland said not only you know will we trade three first round picks for you. Which you know the compensation is is comparable because you got to think he's younger than Russell Wilson and you know he was uh, you know first or second in league MVP and you know when he was playing and uh, not only that will uh, will give you a new contract so uh, I'm sure there's some language in there if you know some other stuff happens so forth and so on um, so that's what they're doing they're trying to improve you know what at the quarterback position I think they feel like. You know they have the best running attack in the in the in, in the NFL or one of them. Uh, they have a really good defense, especially if they bring Clowney back. Um, they get Landry back and obviously you know they got some other guys. Um, you know they feel like they can uh, you know win that uh, AFC in North. It's going to be a battle, but now they don't have any question marks, especially in a big game at the most important position, which is quarterback. Now it's going to take some time for them to you know, gel and, and perform well. But at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson it was, if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, and I think the year that Patrick Mahomes really threw like 50 something touchdowns or whatever, Deshaun Watson would have won league MVP with, you know, Willie Lump Lump and, you know, two-eyed Terry at, at, at his skill position with no running attack, no offensive line and Bill O'Brien as a head coach and no defense. So, um, you know let's not forget that this, this dude is uh, you know obviously he has some some issues that he has to deal with and hopefully he took time to rectify those and understand the magnitude or whatever was, what was going on um, you know to deal with those but on the field you know you can't question you know his ability to, to play football that's never been questioned and then also his ability to lead and his ability to play well in big games is is second to none or was second to none. So um, it'll be interesting to see how, how it goes. I mean, look, I know, you know, playing the quarterback position is probably, um, I think one of the positions that you could take a year off and play well um, because of, you know, I'm sure he's been, always stayed in shape. I mean, let's not forget he was in training camp last year. Um, so I'm sure he just didn't go sit at home on the couch and was eating, you know, Twinkies and stuff. But at the end of the day, Uh, You know, you want to still be out there throwing the ball and and seeing people catch it, reading defenses and stuff like that. So, you know, there is no offseason for him. You know, his season starts right now. um, And Cleveland's, you know, well on their way to, uh, you know, trying to do bigger and better things. They haven't made the playoffs or maybe won the divisions, I think, since like 1989 or something. So, uh, you know, they're trying to, you know, they see all these other, you know, teams making big moves and making, you know, crazy trades, Russell Wilson, so forth and so on, and then, uh, you know, the Raiders and everybody else. So, you know, they said, look, we're going to jump into it and, and, uh, you know, try to do our thing. And this, what people need to understand is this. First-round picks are no longer thought of as gold anymore. You know, Saquon Barkley, I bet you, is going to be moving pretty soon. Uh, If not this year, but next year. They're they're not thought of in the high regards anymore. And I've always said this because, there's, a, there, there's an emphasis on athletes and not football players. I do believe you can be both. So it's a lack of coaching, fundamentals, X, Y, and D, Everybody's falling in love with the, you know, underwear Olympics, and they get out there and they can't play dead. There's a there's a saying that uh, I heard uh, where they talk about, you know, when you, you talk about guys, you know, I, I coach, you know, I was, I was the eighth through 10th grade basketball where, you know, as soon as a kid can dunk or close to dunk, everybody's like, oh, he's good. Well, no, he's not. Superman could jump over a building, but the smart man is going to open the door and walk right through and meet you on the other side. You know, and so um, at the end of the day, uh, there's going to be big moves, and, uh, you know, I think Seattle and teams like that where they kind of been doing it for, you know, a little bit longer, and now everybody's starting to catch on, especially with the Rams this year because the NFL is a copycat league. You saw the Rams do it, um, and it paid dividends, so teams are going to try to do the same thing. And then once it, you know, that kind of dissipates and somebody else does does it you know another way then you know the c-teams do it you know follow it and try to do copycat
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Through through all of this, the the, the Mayfield thing is intriguing to me. What what happened to Baker Mayfield? So did he know that this was going to go down? And then what happens next for Baker Mayfield? What's ideal for him?
2: Well, I mean, I assume they're gonna they're gonna trade him because I think they picked up his fifth year option. So then, you know, they owe him money, um, or guaranteed, or whatever it is. Um, I'm sure he's gonna be traded. I, I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming by him, you know, I think he penned that letter to Cleveland. I think he knew, or his agent knew, that they were gonna trade for somebody, or that he was not gonna be back. I'm assuming, or maybe, you know, when it first happened, I felt like it was like a little bit little bit impulsive, but you know, to his defense, I will say this, you know, he led him to the playoffs. Um, he had played well at times last year, played a whole season pretty much with a torn labrum. And you have to take that into effect. I mean, you can't say, and I know it wasn't on his throwing arm, but he had other injuries. And I know there was times he didn't play well, but you can't say that that didn't affect the way he played the position of quarterback. Um, and so sometimes, you know, even though you're, they were lucky enough to get the Sean Watson, sometimes you can move on from a player and, you know, us growing up in the, in the DMV, we know this with, with Charlie Caxley, and you do that and they go on and end up playing other places. Just because a, a player is, is, gets injured or hurt or plays a season hurt, how are you going to, how are you going to say you can't play anymore when healthy? And I think sometimes, and this is, you know, like again, I'll say, they upgraded, but most teams don't do it. So, you know, I think with Baker Mayfield, he's going to try to find the best spot. You know, I would, I, I, you know, I guess Houston doesn't have any supposedly uh, interest in him because then it could have been a, you know, player for player. I'm um, sure, and, you know, Houston wanted to get those picks at the old New England way, uh, so they can probably trade for another player. But you know, Indianapolis seems like a a really good fit for them because, or fit fit for him and and them as a as the organization because they got a running game, uh, they got enough, you know, skill position and their defense is opportunistic and, and a pretty good defense. So then when you think about, you adding a quarterback that is, in my opinion, uh, I probably say more trustworthy than Carson Wentz, especially if it comes down to the, like beating Jacksonville. I like Baker Mayfield in that, in that c- scenario more than Carson Wentz, obviously. Um, you know, that, that could be a, you know, a, a nice little, you know, two or three year marriage. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see where he goes, you know, who knows, maybe he goes down to New Orleans and kind of, you know, you know, resurrects himself. He's number six. Maybe he's the second coming of, uh, was it Bobby Brister or whatever his name is? Uh, not Bobby Brister, but, uh, Bobby a bear down there. And, um, uh, you know, Bobby a was three, uh, Bobby Brister was six and, and, uh, and, uh, for the Steelers, but you just never know where he can end up. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, um, you know, who goes and, and, and play in at the Steelers, you know, that'd be interesting if he does go in the division, but I doubt he's going to get traded there. So it'd be interesting to see where it goes and see how it affects the, the guys coming out that are, you know, in the draft and how it affects the draft overall, you know, where, with, with the team like, you know, getting all these picks, like Houston getting all these picks, you know, what do they do to move up in the draft, um, uh, move down in the draft and, you know, how they build their team for not only, uh, this season, but the next season.
1: Jay, do we, do we have a full understanding of, of what they're trying to do in Houston? <laughs> do we have any idea? Uh, no,
2: uh, <laughs> no, because I don't think nobody knows who's in charge. You got uh, Esther B. and you got Cesario, who's uh, you know, obviously the GM. Esther B. is like the, uh, I guess, the, the life coach or the owner. Right. Quasi, you know, was the impromptu GM. Uh, he goes down and coaches. Uh You hired Lovey Smith, like you, you know, you brought Lovey Smith in to interview the coaches and just say, "Hey, look, we'll just hire you." I don't think I don't know what they're doing, and I don't. And, and I always say this: I don't know, I don't understand why it's so hard to, you know, I don't, I don't want to say like either coach football or build a team, like you know, like Houston, they got fan support, you got draft picks. Like how how are you not having anybody like structure wise that you know making decisions or you know nobody you just everybody just walking around you know aimlessly in the dark or why is it such a secret who's the GM and who's you know making the decision um, but I you know I think they're 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 doing it in a methodical way I think they're truly sold on um, how Bill Belichick is you know built New England where there's going to be a few lean years but you got to kind of stay in it and do it because, you know, even before Bill Belichick, you know, obviously had success with New England. You saw it really, you know, go that way in Cleveland. Uh But you got to start, you know, building some pieces. Like, you know, you got rid of, you know, Cunningham, their best linebacker. You got rid of, obviously, uh Whitney Merciless, who, you know, obviously towards the end of his career but still was very productive. Obviously, J.J. Watt decided to leave, you know, abruptly and did not want to be associated with the powers that be. Um, obviously, Deshaun Watson, you still have the – uh you know, the running back that you got bamboozled into, uh, you know, trading from, you know, Arizona, paying him 10-plus million. You don't have a receiver. You got an okay tight end. You got a decent offensive line, a rookie quarterback from last year, and then what? And so it, it's going to be interesting to see how they build their team because as much as you might have a long runway as a new GM and, and you know, with the owner of Cal like, McNair, you put another two seasons like you had last year on the books and boy, you know, you will be moving out of Houston, you know, faster than you thought you would. So they, they have to be more competitive this year and you can't be competitive at the end of the year when teams are kind of, you know, limping their way to the, the finish line uh, either out of the playoff race or kind of looking to the playoff. So it's going to be interesting to see what they're doing or what they end up doing uh, because uh, right now um, they have all, they have everything that they need. You know, they got cap space for the most part and obviously got a big help with Deshaun Watson leaving, and you got draft picks. So right now, there's no excuses. Now, I hope Houston doesn't become a place like the New York Knicks where players don't want to go there based on leadership. You get what I'm saying? Because Houston is a phenomenal football city, and when winning and playing well, it's a phenomenal uh, football organization and team. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here uh, within the next uh, year year or two uh, moving forward.
1: Uh, I wanted to throw the break here. When we come back, I want to talk about the Big Ten is Big Tenning. <laughs> the Big Ten is Big Tenning in the NCAA tournament, and I want to talk about it. We'll get Jay Foreman's take. We'll get Rico's take. And we'll get, we'll accept your takes as well when we come back to Old School.
2: You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com.